Hello bisexuals and welcome back to another episode of the Bisexual Agenda. I'm your host Kit Scales. Today I am beyond excited because my best and longest friend of all time is my guest on the podcast, Lauren. So we literally met at nursery when we were babies. She's just a real one, a ride or die. We've literally never had a disagreement in our entire life and we've been friends for like 25 years. 24 years. So yes, I love her. She's my favorite Taurus on the planet. She is a dancer. She lives in London. I'll link her Instagram because she's hot, but unfortunately she is in a relationship. And yeah, today we're talking about Mercury Retrograde. She is one of my friends who always like goes through it in Mercury Retrograde. So I felt like she was a good person to have on to just talk about all the shit that goes wrong. We ended up ranting about men quite a lot, so straight men. Um, so it might be a good place for anyone who's just like feeling frustrated, um, going through romantic turmoil, things like that. So in this episode, we don't do a tarot reading. This is partly because of time, but partly because I did a Mercury retrograde reading for Lauren just on Skype a week or so before. So she got the King of Swords, the Three of Cups, and the Lovers. Just to do that reading, I used the Mystic Mondays Tarot app. That's the one that I use just to get my daily card. So today, yeah, I have a nice card. It's the Princess of Wands, Creative Expression, Spark, and Free Spirit. And then it has a little paragraph about the card. And then when I do longer readings, I use Querying the Tarot by Cassandra Snow. So today there's no tarot segment but it is a great episode. I have put all of the content warnings and trigger warnings in the description as always, and if there's anything else that you would like added to that list, just get in touch with me. You can contact me on Instagram at the Bisexual Agenda Pod. I also have a Twitter which I've linked, but I rarely use it because it's a hellscape there. I love you guys. I hope you have a good Mercury retrograde. We're pretty much halfway through. You can do it. happy that you can be here because you are the expert or most affected by Mercury Retrograde. Most affected by, yeah, I would say expert, but yeah, definitely most affected by. And when people say they don't believe it, I'm like, well, happy days for you because it comes and finds me every time. It really gets you hard. I'm really glad that I'm like here and I can warn you every time it's coming, so... I can, like, try and prevent a real disaster. <laughs> We're recording on the first day of Mercury Retrograde, and this one is from the 30th of January to the 21st of February. And I thought I'd just explain that it's basically just because Mercury travels faster or slower than the Earth, I'll find out which one, but it basically appears as if it's traveling backwards because of the difference in speed. So that's what the retrograde is. And it happens, like, three to four times a year, and it lasts about a month, and then you've got the two weeks before and the two weeks after, which are like the shadow phase, where it's still kind of affecting things, but not as seriously. Mm. 
it usually like starts off in one sign and then kind of travels backwards and then comes back round again. And this is Aquarius season when everything's like weird as fuck anyway and like everyone hates their life in January so I feel like this one might be pretty tricky. Yeah, January is always a hard one anyway. It's hardcore. I was gonna say my most micro retrograde thing that my favorite one that's ever happened is this guy that I dated literally like I've been on three dates with him in Copenhagen and we'd never kissed and then he was like oh I'm not really over my ex-girlfriend and I was like that's fair enough but like I think I might be a lesbian I don't really fancy you and then we just became friends so we were friends like the whole time on my year abroad and then literally like two years later or something after I'd been to Bali and I changed my Facebook photo to like a picture of me in a bikini, he messaged me just saying, why did we never get together? God. And it was in Mercury Retrograde. And I just replied saying, because you weren't over your ex-girlfriend. And then he never spoke to me again. <laughs> you just don't remember. You I was like, uh, because of you? <laughs> <laughs> why else? You weren't over your ex. What are you expecting, bro? And yeah, there was a time where like every single Mercury retrograde, one of my exes would text me and now literally all of them are blocked apart from one. <laughs> it's like, Yeah, I feel like some people in their Mercury retrogrades, they always have either exes come for them or they have just external things go wrong. Like mm-hmm. they have, they lose their keys or their train doesn't come, their train delayed, trains canceled, those sorts of things. But for me, it's definitely exes coming back to haunt me destroy my new life that I have created for myself. I just, just think like, they get there. a notification and they sit up in bed, like, wide awake and they're like, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> they literally do. I don't know what it is. They just, they're feeling it. They, have, they haven't thought about me for months and then they're just like, uh, hey, you know who I should message? At like, 1am, I should message Lauren because that would be so much fun and I miss her because she's incredible. That's what they're thinking. <laughs> When exes come back, it's just too freaking much. Okay, so what are your stories of Mercury retrograde? So there was one year... (laughs) (laughs) There was one year where I actually thought, this is just too much. 2019 retrogrades were actually the worst things ever. I don't mean they could get any worse. But basically, one Mercury... Just one, not even... There's three in the year, but this all happened in one Mercury retrograde. So the first one... (laughs) This is actually the worst. So basically, um, I have broken up with a boy like a few months before, but it was messy as, you know, it always is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, he basically messaged me and like we had had a conversation and then I was showing my friend. So my friend was, this was pre-pandemic, so we were in the same house. Um, and I was showing my friend like all the messages that he sent me and I was like, yeah, he was such an idiot. Like, why would he say that? Blah, blah, I hate him. I hope you never see him again. Like scrolling through his messages, not realizing at one point, whilst I was saying this, my finger had <laughs> pressed on the freaking voice note on iMessage and I'd swiped up to send it whilst I was having this rant about him. No. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you can't even make this up. You cannot make this up. And I looked down and I was like, you actually have to be kidding me. Like, how have I sent this? <laughs> On iMessage, obviously, you can't even delete your messages. It's not like WhatsApp where you can just delete. I had to just leave it. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even know what I said. Like, oh, I just deleted it because I was like, I don't want to hear what I said. 
he never came for me, but uh, <laughs> I don't know what was on that message because I was ranting and raving. I mean, it kind of serves him right, but that is pretty brutal. Like, you definitely don't want, like, an unfiltered rant about you being delivered to you. <laughs> I know, out of the blue. Well, it wasn't out of the blue because Mercury Retrograde, obviously, but to him, that'd be really out of the blue because it was, like, a month or so after he sent the message because I hadn't seen this friend in a while, so I was explaining the whole situation. <laughs> oh, it was so, so bad. And then in the same Mercury Retrograde, one of my like just friends asked me out and I was just like no we're just friends please don't ask me out it's a no from me and then another thing that happened was you remember my ex that you met I hadn't spoken to him in two years and he messaged me on Facebook messenger just being like I'm so sorry the way I treated you I realize now (laughs) that I was an idiot to you and I was like, I'm not here for this. I don't need this in my life. Like, I just voice note my ex. My friend had just... <laughs> he had now messaged me. And then I had this horrible message from a different ex. And this one was the worst. You know what? I need to find these messages because he is an absolute idiot. I just need you to know the extent of how horrible these messages were. I'm just were. remembering because there was one time where... Like, I'd messaged a guy and then he had ghosted me. And then literally, like, a month later, I was showing one of my friends and, like, reading all the messages. And then I sent the, like, blue thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) And then had to message him, like, oh, sorry, that was an accident. (laughs) It's just, why why do your fingers, like, go on that button when... You don't need it. There like, should be like an emergency button on your phone that you can press to like delete the last message you sent. Yeah, because remember on WhatsApp before you couldn't delete what you'd sent, but then you could. And then like, every other messaging service, you cannot do that. It's so annoying. And there's a, there's like certain people that always text me in Mercury Retrograde and I'm just like, every time. And sometimes I'll just reply like, hey, it's Mercury Retrograde. Nice to see you. <laughs> Yeah, my friend once said, like, oh, every time you get a message in Mercury Retrograde from an ex, just say, I think maybe it was you. Be like, happy Mercury Retrograde. <laughs> Not reply. <laughs> I'm going to show you these these messages. Oh, my right? God. Okay. Are you ready for this? I'm probably going to be, like, enraged, but yeah. I think these are the messages I sent you, and then you, like, underlined and highlighted all the bits that were fucked up, which was, like, everything. But you, like, analysed every section. I remember that because I was like, this is, like, actually, like, criminal (laughs) behaviour. Yeah, just some some moments I'm going to give you. Let's see. All you want to do is jump from guy to guy. Here we go. Next one. You wouldn't know a good thing if it slapped you in your face. Who is this guy? I bet he's fucking broke, no ambition, can't provide for himself, let alone a family. This is why I can't be fucked with girls. And I've I've just swerved a bullet. If you if you can move on so quickly, maybe you're not who I thought you were. And then he says, I hate you. <laughs> no. Why are you so rude? <sighs> it's me. Oh, yeah, this is the bit that you loved. It was like... What pisses me off more is that I never even tried to sleep with you or anything like that. I never wanted you to look at me in that way. I was just after one thing. And I know you're just balls deep. No, no, you're not. <laughs> what? what? I know this guy is balls deep in you every other night. It makes me feel sick. You can both fuck off. Oh, my God. I don't remember that. <laughs> that is the highlight of that one Mercury Retrograde. I remember was. the first two. So that was like the last thing out of the five. That's too many. That was all in one, I know. I freaking know. 
It's, oh, no. Do you know what you should do? Every time you get a crazy message like that, you should get Siri to read it out and record it and send it back to them. <laughs> then they'd be like, wow, like, I didn't realise it sounds so harsh. <laughs> I hear him so much. I'm glad that you never tried to sleep with him. Yeah, it was so lucky. You dodged a bullet, baby. Yeah, I know. I know, I really did. There were some really messed up guys, but anyway, Mercury Retrograde always out to come and get you. Oh, my friend, I'm going to tell you this one because it's a good one. Nice. Yesterday, my friend basically went on two dates with this Tinder guy and she hadn't spoken to this guy since like a year. Saw him in Tesco yesterday for the first time and then they had like a really quick conversation and then she was like, okay, bye. Like, oh, that was really weird. Like, I don't like you at all. I don't ever want to see you again. And then... Within 10 minutes, he had managed to find her on Instagram, followed her on Instagram, messaged her on Instagram, and then she was just like, block. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> I don't understand how they find you so quickly, but I think it's sometimes like your phone like suggests someone to you if you've been near them. Really? Yeah, because I had it before where like me and a friend when I was on my year abroad, we'd been friends for ages and then we took a train somewhere together and both of our Instagrams were like, oh, you might want to add this person. (laughs) And it was like, yeah, I'm sat right next to them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so based on what you said, I think you might find this kind of interesting. So your Mercury is in Gemini in the seventh house and Mercury is ruled by Gemini. So you might, that might be why you get it extra hard. And so having... Mercury and Gemini, it says that you're going to be open-minded but logical, curious, versatile, changeable, and that you might find decision-making really difficult in Mercury retrograde. And then the seventh house is the house of partnerships, and it says you can become bored in a relationship if there's a break in communication at all. Uh, So never try and do a long-distance relationship, I would just say that. Oh yeah, I tried those. They all failed. (laughs) And... You need to avoid over-analyzing your relationships. Yeah, that is true. All those things are correct. Yeah. I think it's interesting because if it's like your exes that always pop up at this time and they're always like trying to communicate with you in ways that are like not what you want and like throwing you off, that might be why. Yeah, they're really trying to throw you off. I feel like I'm pretty prepared now, mainly because they're all blocked so they like can't come back, but also because I know when it's coming. So I'm like, when yep. they message me, I'm not like, oh my god, this must be a sign. Because I think sometimes when people get the message from the ex that's like, oh, I'm so sorry, I like, can't believe I treated you like that. They're like, oh my god, this must be a sign. Like They've been thinking about me and like I mm. should talk to them and then I can get closure finally. And it's like, I have never managed to get closure with a man because they're not emotionally mature enough to be like, oh, I actually am sorry about that. Like Whenever you start replying to those messages and you're like, yeah, you really hurt me, they always start being defensive again and you're like... By the way, you messaged me first to say sorry. Yeah, you're the one who wanted this, so why are you coming to me now? Like, bro, calm yourself with your attitude. I think it's just, like, three times a year they're like, oh my god, I'm reflecting on how I treat people, and I think it's really bad. And then they're like, maybe if I just told them I'm sorry, then I don't have to think about it ever again. And if you, like, try and engage in the conversation with them, they're like, what the hell? I thought this was just me me telling you what I think. like, no, this is an open conversation. No. Yeah, so it's really important for you to find a partner that you, like, can communicate easily with and they, like, understand that you might change quite a lot and have a lot of different opinions on things, but you want them to be a bit more solid. So I think that's interesting. 
Definitely solid. They need to just kind of be stable in themselves and not be crazy. Absolutely not okay. <laughs> I literally remember when you sent me those messages and I was just like, this is... You can't make this up. This is what's so jokes. It's I just so look sad. back at my life sometimes and go, how did I even wake up every day and do life? Like, when the, the time my ex messaged me to like apologize i was just about to do a performance i was like don't need your shit right now <laughs> please don't oh my god it's like when russell brand like texted katie perry that he was divorcing her and then she like had to do her world tour uh no that is too much for my brain to compute i would literally just be like i'm not going out there tell them i'm sad <laughs> like, <laughs> like millions of people i can never be famous i'd go out and i'd be like guys my husband just divorced me i have to go I feel like people would have understood, understood, but at the same time, you wouldn't tell the show because you'd be like, what is going on? I must you don't be want to deal with all those like, refund requests either. Like, Yeah, yeah, no, that's, there's too many people. Just As a performer, you just kind of go out and just do your job and then you come home and cry. It's, it's just the way it is. So yeah, Mercury, the main thing is like relationships, technology, communication. And I'm kind of glad that now we're in lockdown, I don't have to worry about trains and shit like oh. that. Because every time I get a train, I'm already so anxious anyway, because it's like, if anything goes wrong, it's like £100, because they're like, you had to get a new ticket, blah, blah. So yeah, that's the scariest bit for me. I think I've learned now that like when little things go wrong, I try to like just think about how I would feel if it was like someone else's fault that, that happened rather than my fault. And then I'm like, well, I wouldn't be that annoyed with them because it's like such a small thing. Mm. Does that make sense? Like instead of like, I, do, I try to not be so hard on myself if little things in a day mess up or like things that out of my control go wrong because it's like you can't like plan for everything going wrong and sometimes I try to plan for everything going wrong and then like the one thing I didn't think about would go wrong and I'd be like oh (laughs) damn it I didn't think about that part (laughs) yeah it's kind of like putting it into perspective isn't it it's like I have to kind of step out of my body for a moment survey what's going on and be like "Mm mm-hmm what would I do if I was with a friend and they were having this moment I just tell them this and then it'd be fine. But when you're in it, you can't like see how like okay it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. And also sometimes when you're like, oh, it's Mercury retrograde, then you're like, that makes sense that all these little things are going wrong. Whereas normally you'd be like, this is a million thing that's gone wrong today. Like what is happening? Yeah. So it's good to have the knowledge of the planets on your side. Yeah. You kind of just need to know that it's going to happen and then you're, you're prepared, but you don't know what's going to happen. It's, it's like, you don't want to be left blindsided but you're going to be blindsided Mm. but if you kind of know everything's going to go wrong if things don't go wrong you're like it was a great day basically the reason we're doing this like mini mercury episode is because my friend izzy just texted me like would you ever do a podcast about how to survive mercury retrograde and i was like i mean i can't survive it myself but at least we can try and help everyone else we can try that is the main that's the best thing that we can do i think yeah so the main thing is like know when they're coming because i always see posts around this time of people being like astrology people tell me which planet is ruining my life and i'm always like it's mercury so if you know when it's coming then it's good to have something to blame shit on when it goes wrong yeah because things are gonna go really wrong they're not gonna go slightly wrong they're gonna go that extra bit bigger wrong and my, like, one achievement at my job is, like, I've managed to convince all my colleagues that Mercury Retrograde is real. And now my boss, like, whatever this goes wrong, she's like, it's Mercury Retrograde even when it's not. <laughs> she's always like, I think my whole life is Mercury Retrograde. I think I'm just one big Mercury. No. Yeah, I think knowing when it is, it really does help. Because I remember 
before I kind of was aware, I'd be like, Kit, everything's going wrong. Like, this person, I've just texted this person. I'm going crazy. Like, what's going on? You'd be like, Lauren, why did I not tell you it's Mercury retrograde? <laughs> I know. I'd always feel so responsible. <laughs> and I might already ruin my life. Like, why didn't you tell me earlier? <laughs> I know and it's like with the full moon as well I cry every single full moon and I hardly ever cry and I don't get it it's like the one time a month I cry every time yeah wait was it Monday wait what was it Monday it was yesterday I think it was yesterday but maybe also the day before yeah because I messaged you I was like and I sent you a photo I was like look who's out to ruin your life and I took a picture of the sun You're like, I'm looking directly into the sun right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just blinded. Like, can't see anything. That's why we're going to ruin your life. It says it's still full moon. It's full moon in Leo, which I'm like, Leo is one of the signs that kind of like sets me off, I'd say, because I am a very traumatic person and I'm like, I don't need any more of the drama. Yeah, Leo is a sign that I find hard to get along with. There's just so themselves like ah, oh, I have some people I have some friends who are Leo no do I have friends who are Leo <laughs> do I <laughs> no I dated a guy who is a Leo uh, and he was just he's all about himself it's so annoying did he have a lion tattoo you know what he might do yes <laughs> so that wouldn't surprise me you know Oh, no. Okay, so my app says, with the moon in Leo, a dramatic and loyal emotional nature comes to the surface. Today, you and everyone you encounter will be feeling playful and childlike. Emotions take on a cheerful tone. Well, that's not fucking true, but okay. <laughs> your ego needs a not... Oh, okay, so emotional hubris will become apparent if your ego needs are not being met. When you give love and feel love, your generous instincts rule. I don't know, I just find like every full moon, I'll just be like crying in my bed feeling so depressed and then I'll like look on my app and I'm like, oh, it's full moon, okay, I'll just go to sleep. (laughs) I always do, it's like full moons are like a mini Mercury retrograde for me. It's just trying to ruin my life. So full moons are just too much. Like any kind of emotional things that you've been burying, I feel like they just all come out on the full moon and it's like, it's a lot. I actually, like, stopped going out on full moon nights because I'd always be like, you know when you're so depressed and you're, like, sat in a bar just like, I hate life. You've had, like, five (laughs) drinks but you feel sober and you're just like, why am I here? That would always happen and then I'd be like, oh, it's full moon. I should just be at home crying. Like, that's why. I'll get a taxi. (laughs) I'll just get a taxi so I can go home and cry. Like, yeah. Oh, and then you're looking out the window of the taxi and you're like... (laughs) (laughs) Crying your eyes out. (laughs) screaming down your face you know the like club bangers that they play on like radio one at like one in the morning they always have really sad lyrics i'll always be like in the taxi going home i'm so sad and the lyrics are like about being broken up with but it's like a club banger yeah that is true actually i just like it when it has trumpets that's what i'm looking for what like jason derulo (laughs) yeah (laughs) i quite like jason derulo have you seen his tiktoks yeah i've seen them Ray is obsessed. Okay, I say obsessed. He's like, he fancies his, his girlfriend. She's pretty hot. She is hot. I'm just going to find out what his star sign is. Oh, yeah. I reckon he's a Leo. He's a Virgo. Yeah. That well. surprises me because not many Virgos are like on TikTok making a fool of themselves, but. Yeah. Maybe it's his girlfriend who's dragged him into it. <laughs> I feel like he's dragged his girlfriend into it. Why can't you hire me, bro? I'm here. Oh, my God. Oh, You're my t- God. Can you manifest that under the full moon tonight? I need to be in Jason Drew, those TikToks. Okay, so what are your tips for surviving, other than knowing when it's coming? 
<laughs> that is the main one because then you can understand. But another one is because you know it's coming. Just don't self-sabotage yourself. Mm -hmm. You just go through like crazy thoughts. Like you either like want to run away from what you're doing at the moment. You want to run away from your life. You hate your life. Like I'm just going to break up my boyfriend here. And now I'm going to get back together with my boyfriend. Why are you sabotaging your peace? Don't do it. It's unnecessary. But if you know the Mercury retrograde is happening, you can be like, you can sit down after your crazy thought and be like, hmm. I think I should just not self-sabotage myself. Yeah, that's a really big one. I love that you said self-sabotage myself. <laughs> <laughs> Who else are you self-sabotaging? Oh, <laughs> uh, don't know, my, my alter ego of myself. <laughs> There's just too many, too many thoughts. I feel like you have so many different selves in yourself. That it's like your little angel and devil mm. from Emperor's New Groove, like Kronk. <laughs> We don't need you here. We don't need that little devil. I know what you mean. I'm always waiting for the people to text me, and sometimes I get annoyed when they don't. And I'm like, no, this is what you're trying to avoid. <laughs> that is true. You're, like, waiting for it. No. I think it sometimes is, like, one of those things where the thing that you expect to happen doesn't happen, and then something else does. And you still get, like, taken by surprise. Mm-hmm. And there was one time where a guy messaged me out of the blue, like, oh, it's probably Mercury in retrograde, and this is why I want to message you, but, like, <laughs> I've just been thinking about you. <laughs> I've just been manifesting you in my brain, and I had to do it. No, like, there's the, those few, few people who always message me. Like, I'm waiting for them. Like, Every time. I'm here for you. I'm, I'm ready for your message. Like, I also have certain people in my dreams in Mercury retrograde. Dreams are weird in retrograde. It's very powerful. I feel it's like the brain has to put like all its crazy energy somewhere. During this period and also full moons, they're just the same thing, basically. Um, I always think about my exes and I always want to message them and I'm just about to self-sabotage and I like, drag myself back and I go, no. But I'm always thinking about them. I'm like daydreaming like, hmm, I wonder what they're doing. Maybe I should message them. That'd be a great idea. That is a... No. I honestly, I really want to invent an app that's called Text Your Ex and you can write a text that you want to send to your ex and just send it into the abyss. <sighs> that sounds so good. I, I, I download that. Well, they can just send it to a random number and it will like ruin their day. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. Or it goes to the person who made it and they're like, wow, collating them all and then one day they'll all be all over the internet. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> They'd be like, is this about you? Here are one of the million messages sent to people's exes today. I never really get the urge. I think it's just because I'm so... I, don't, mm, I always struggle with, like, am I stubborn or not? But I am very, like, serious with my grudges because I'm like, if I've got to the point where I want to cut someone out or I don't want to speak to them ever again, messaging them is, like, breaking my own rules. Mm. Um, so I don't really ever get the urge to text exes and stuff and I also often block people and I'm always so surprised when people don't block like shitty exes because I'm like you know that you can just like never hear from them again but yeah, then I guess a lot of people are like oh if they did say something to me I'd want to know what it was like especially if it ends badly or messily and you're like maybe one day they'll like want to tell me that they're sorry like you do want to hear that but no you don't want to hear that because I've had that and it ruined my day it and just it sucks 
it's also just unnecessary because I feel like there's a point in time where you do like you don't want to block them because you you still want to hear from them mm-hmm. and you're like I wonder if they will I wonder oh I still like them do they still like me there's like that period of time and then after that time passes you're just like I don't ever want to hear from you again even if you want to say I'm sorry because that's just going to ruin my day I don't need it do you think that closure is real or fake no I think I don't think closure is real no definitely not I always see those things that are like, you can only give closure to yourself. But it's like, I don't think that's true either. Because I don't think you can like, make a situation that is like, really messy okay just by like, thinking about it or like, deciding. Because like, obviously there's always going to be things that like, are unfinished or messy or like, still bring stuff up for you. Because I think it's kind of unfair to be like, oh, you have to give the closure to yourself. Because it's like, well, sometimes people just treat you really badly and it's their fault and you do feel like shit. Yeah. But yeah, I've never got something good out of someone texting me to say they're sorry about how they treated me. Yeah, normally just for me, when that happens, it's like opening it up again. It's like not closing it. It's like that's the beginning again. There is like, I do do this really annoying thing, which must also really annoy like my exes. (laughs) Like if I'm not properly over them yet, it's like basically... I don't think closure is a thing. I think time heals. Mm -hmm. So the more time goes on, the more like I move on and like I forget or like I can just, I've learned, I've grown, that sort of thing. That's why I don't think closure is a thing. But I do this really annoying thing, which I still do, where I have, I, for my own, I've just said I don't believe in closure, but for my own, (laughs) (laughs) um, I send them like a birthday card or a Christmas card. Wait, every year or, like, when do you get over them? No, like, when I'm, like, in the midst of, like, okay, I'm getting through this, like, it it could be, basically, I'll, like, block them for, like, a year. (laughs) And then I'll, like, send them a Christmas card. (laughs) That's so bloody. So lame. I would be, like, what? If that was me, to be be fair, though, they all love it. They're all, like, wow, like, so nice. I think it's because, this is actually the reason. I've just come to terms with it. I actually don't like anyone not to like me, which is, like, impossible. Um, yes, yes, yes. If, if I send them, like, a card. Also, for me, it is really good to write. Like, I do write a lot if I hate if, if I'm, like, going through something. <laughs> but I'll write them a card and I can send it to them. But I should probably just have a, an address that I can send it to. <laughs> just send it to my house. <laughs> I'll just send it to your house. And you'll be like, who is this person's name to your address? You'll be like, they don't live here. And then you open up and be like, oh, it's Lauren again. <laughs> You're the only person I know that always sends me a birthday and Christmas card, and I love it. Yeah, it's got to be done. Okay, are you ready for your agenda? I'm pumped. Let's okay. go. Right. I'm, I'm trying to decide which order to go in. Do I do, like, fun to, like, least fun? Do I do, like, the mix? Like, I've got three. Okay, I'm just going to go with the first one. You can I'm... just go with the flow. It's okay. So... My first agenda is to remove all titles. Why do we have to have Mr., Mrs., Ms., Miss? I don't care. Nobody cares. Can you actually stop? Because I've basically, I've I've worked in a call centre for like four years. And there'll be some people who are like so particular, like, it's Mrs., it's Miss, it's Miss. And then other people I'll be like, because I actually have to put a title in it infuriates me so much um but i have to go like is it mrs miss or miss and this one woman she was so annoying she was like um it's miss she was like i don't understand why anyone would say ms like ms mm. it's pointless blah 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 ranting on and on and on yeah. um 
I put myself as a Miz because I'm like, I don't need you to know if I'm married or not married or whatever. Yeah. And after her five minute rant about titles, she was like, Oh, I bet you're a Miz. And I was like, I'm not even going to have this conversation. <laughs> so mean. I bet you're a Miz. <laughs> She's like, I've had this whole rant. I bet you're a Miz. And I was just like, God, oh, you can just shut up. I don't want to have this conversation. So yeah, I just hate them. And also the fact that like, you have, for men it's only mister unless they're like a sir or a lord and i've had to put those sorts of things in as well and there's one woman one time was like um <laughs> what did she say she was like oh i think she said um it's print like princess and i can't sometimes you can't work out when someone's like having you on and, <laughs> and i was like uh okay so like i was like typing in she was like it's obviously a joke and i was like <laughs> see you i don't know if this is a joke or not like i just i just really think they're so annoying and they're so unnecessary i just don't like them this is a surprising start from you but also it reminds me that a while ago i was getting all these adverts on facebook because you know you can buy titles like for really cheap you can buy like a ladyship or a lordship there's this place called sealand which is just like an oil rig but you can basically buy being a lady of sealand um and they were advertising me for ages and it was like this woman wearing this like really regal outfit like stood next to her throne and it was always like treat yourself become a lady today you can't just treat yourself to be a lady you can't buy yourself a lady shirt yeah like, well that's what uh, i thought and then i was watching a dating show and one of them was called like lady julie and then she went on a date and she was like oh yeah like i just bought this title so now i'm a lady and i was like how can you take yourself seriously to the point that you're like, call me Lady Julie? I know. It's mind-boggling. Okay, so banish titles. I mean, I think that'd be good just from, like, a gender perspective as well. Like, you don't necessarily Definitely. need people to know your gender on that kind of, like, forms and official things like that. Because, like, I guess on emails I always put my pronouns and stuff in the signature because, like, my name is kind of, like, can be for, like, gender neutral. So I like people to know, like, who they're talking to, but... On, like, a form or a passport, I just feel like we don't need that. Yeah, it's unnecessary. And also, some people don't want to put it. Like, they really don't like it either, and some people really like it. It's just... Well, that's, like, born out of, like, sexism, basically, isn't it? Because it's like, are you married or not? Are you a spinster? (laughs) And it's only for the women. It's, like, classic again. Thanks so much. There's no Mr. Mr. M, like... (laughs) Mr. Married. Like, what? Why? It's not fair. Okay, so banish that... Okay, what's uh, your point two? Point two. We're going to just go for the deep one because then I'll okay. meet you with the, the like, um, hard one. I'm excited. The next one is, I really think it should be illegal. <laughs> okay, this is a really huge statement. But <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a huge statement. I just think my, my wording of illegal is just a bit extreme. Um, to get body, to get shamed for your body count. Okay, I, yes, 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 yes. I was like, where is this going? <laughs> I was like, does Lauren think she's running for mayor? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, banish titles and also here's a law I want to be put into effect. <laughs> okay, yes. I, I feel this a lot. And there was a podcast that I used to listen to all the time called A Fuck's Given. Um, mm-hmm. And they basically have guests on and they get them to talk about the first time they had sex, the best time, the worst time, and then like a fuck you'll never forget. And at the beginning, they always used to be like, um, because it doesn't matter, like, your body count, it matters, like, the fuck's given. 
But mm. then when they first started the podcast, they used the first thing they used to ask every guest was how many people they'd slept with. And then they like stopped doing that because they were like, that actually is the opposite of what we're trying to do because that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I do think it is like used to shame women mostly because on Love Island and stuff, like the men are always like, oh, I've slept with 300 girls. And then the girls are like, I've slept with 12 men. And the boys are like, what? <laughs> I know, they get so shook. You're like, can you not? This is nothing. Just you your whole point. Like, where's your brain? I know, but it's also like, where are you finding these 300 girls to sleep with, but you also want women to only have slept with, like, four men? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, how many... How, like, the math doesn't add up, guys. <laughs> these calculations don't match. Like, somebody call police. <laughs> I, I no. know what you mean. So do you, do you think that, like, have you had it where guys have, like, asked you and then got weird about it? Yes. All the time. Yeah, some guys I've dated cannot hack it to the point where, like... I have ne- I never ask because I know what the outcome is. They're going to ask me and they're not going to mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. And then, so I will never ask, but then they want to know. And I'm like, I'm not going to tell you. Anyway, there's one guy asked me and like, I, I've known him for such a long time, drama, but um, he finally like found out and then he just couldn't get over it. And like, he just couldn't see anything with me ever because he couldn't get over the fact of the number I had like said like people for me saying what I'm saying right now people must think I've slept with like 10,000 guys like, <laughs> no it's not even it's, it doesn't matter what number but oh it just it infuriates me so much and it's so different for men like you said as well like it's like a, oh yeah bro like yeah you did mm-hmm. it yeah you slept with like 100 girls 300 girls yeah 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 like it's such a cool thing for guys. And then for girls, you're like, shame. And then like, girls, I hate it when girls like end up lying. And I'm like, that's a fucking lie. I know, yeah. Like, I saw a thing that was like, women used to say like, your number divided by three or something. <laughs> I was like, why are we going through this? And I think the main issue is if a man has a problem with it, it's because... One, he doesn't respect you because he thinks you've slept with too many people. But mm-hmm. also then it's like, what does it say about how he respects women that he sleeps with. Because if he thinks it's, like, degrading or, like, debasing to have sex with him, it's like, oh, so you think every time a woman has sex with you, it's, like, making her worse for the next guy? Like, what is the Mm. logic behind it? And I think some of it is, like, I think the main anxiety that men have around sex is, like, performance anxiety and, like, am I going to satisfy her? Like, am I going to come too quickly? What if I don't come? Like, what if she's had sex with people who are like better than me or more experienced so then I think that they they always want to be the more experienced one because it makes them feel like they don't have to worry about those things as much and I guess oh my god I don't want to get too deep but obviously there's like all the like porn categories that are about like virgins or like young people who haven't had sex that much and it's like the fantasy of like you being in the know and the person you're sleeping with not and that is like so fucked up and it's like if they actually thought about it I think they would realize that it's like it doesn't represent anything because you could have slept with like 50 people and have sex with them once each and you've had sex 50 times and then you could have had like three boyfriends that you were with for five years and you've had sex like a thousand times yeah exactly they don't respect women that they have sex with and that's the only reason that they would have a problem with you having a lot of sex and it's like that's weird there's like nothing good behind it 
And, like, the thing is, I do get, like, maybe feeling insecure if your partner has had way more experience than you. But that's mm. a different thing to, like, the number. Yeah, entirely. Also, if you're with someone, you can actually, like, have a normal conversation about it and express why you might be mm. feeling insecure or worried or this sort of thing. That's just, like, yeah, that's a completely different thing to shaming people for how many people mm. you slept with. And like you said, yeah, it could be, like... 50 guys but only slept with them one time and you could have five boyfriends and slept with them however many times but no those are two separate things it's not about how many times you've actually done it it's like what are you really asking here like i don't get it i really don't get it and yeah it does i think it's kind of similar to like when i tell guys that i was dating that i was bisexual and then they would like always sexualize it and be like oh Oh. so we can have a threesome and like they would like find it hot that I was bi and I like obviously didn't like that because I'm like I don't want you to like fetishize my like personality or like the fact that I'm into women because that's actually nothing to do with you Mm. but then I guess when when men have an issue with the number of people you've slept with it's just weird because I think also sometimes men don't want to sleep with you if you haven't had sex with many people because then they think you're gonna like fall in love with them or something if they have sex with you it's so like ironic that yeah it's like I want someone to be experienced but never have slept with anyone. Um, <laughs> how do you think that's going to happen, bro? Like, what? Oh, my God. This reminds me of a really interesting YouTube video that I watched about, you know, like, in sci-fi where they'll always have, like, a robot who's really hot. Yes. Or, like, a, like AI woman who's really hot. Yeah. And the video is called Born Sexy Yesterday. And it was, like, the whole fantasy is that it's hot for a woman to be sexual without realising or, like be sexual or be attractive without having kind of any autonomy over the fact that she's a sexual being and with those things it's like they have the mind of a whatever year old but the body of a this year old do you know what I mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah definitely it's messed up also it's like people could just lie every time so when that guy asked you you could have been like oh I've slept with three people and then he wouldn't have like had this weird complex about having sex with you yeah. he could have never known that is the word I was looking for complex such a complex men need therapy i think it just starts at school because it's the whole thing of like if a girl has sex it's like oh she's a slag and if a guy has sex it's like oh good for you (laughs) like a big pat on the back yeah (laughs) no it's just yeah that's the thing like i did consider even lying about it but i knew that our relationship or whatever it was at that time was so much more than that we knew that we trusted each other that i Knew he probably wouldn't like it, but I didn't think he'd judge me for it. It's the judgment um, of that. It's yeah, because so it's hard. also, like, really painful when you know that someone's, like, projecting stuff onto you. Because you're like, this isn't actually about me. This is about how you view me. Yeah. And then it's so clear to you how they view you. It's like, so you only think I'm valuable or, like, okay as a partner if I haven't had sex with very many people. Like, that's a really yeah. weird, like, value judgment to be, like... I just think that's so fucked up. Like, imagine if women were like, I'll only fuck a man if he's never had sex. Like, <laughs> I only want to fuck men who don't know how to put a condom on and don't know where the clit is. Just don't know anything. Just blind, like, blind of everything. Like, can't do anything. Like, if he knows where the clit is, that means he's fucked loads of women and he's a yeah. slut. Like, yeah, so why would you want that, though? Why would you not? Why would you want to? <laughs> sleep with someone who doesn't know where anything is and you're not gonna have a good time like what is the point in that (laughs) i do find it so weird 
I also think something that's kind of connected is I think you can take people off your list if you had a bad experience or like don't want to count it because I think a lot of people are like oh I didn't enjoy my first time and it's like you can count your first time as like not that like you can be like oh the first time I had an orgasm or like oh my god I couldn't say that you could be like the first time I had like good sex or like oh this is the time that I would count even though like we didn't have like this kind of sex like yeah because I think some people are like oh yeah like the first time I had like when I lost my virginity like I regret it and it's like that's sad just take them off the list yeah it's hard though because it's like in your mind isn't it like especially for like your first time to be fair I can't remember my first time not that I was intoxicated of any sort (laughs) like 16 but um I just just can't remember it it's just I have no memory zero memories I do and it was so like anti-climatic because I've been waiting for so long and I was like so pumped and I'd done loads of research because I'm like such a nerd so I was like learning all the stuff and like (laughs) I had like got a vibrator before I ever had sex so I was like I know what's going on wow and then it was just so shit yeah Yeah. I wish that was my way around well I was out in the wilderness with no vibrators (laughs) 10 years no way no not 10 years I'm only 25 hold on like Seven years. Oh my god. Seven years. All I remember is afterwards we watched Grand Designs. (laughs) (laughs) Was it that house in Bath that was built? I don't know which episode, but we watched Grand Designs. I just, it was such a letdown to me. And it was funny because actually, before I first had sex with him, we had like tried to have sex, but I like didn't really understand how it worked. And this is why I did all my research because I was like, oh my god, like it's just not working. I don't get it. And he was like, oh, have you never had sex before? And I was like, obviously not. <laughs> but I was like, oh, no, I have had sex before because I felt so embarrassed. Yeah, that's also what's so sad is that also when you hit like a certain age, like you, you kind of end up lying that you have. And it's like, why? That's so sad. Like, it doesn't matter. I, I don't care. I'd be like, cool, great. Let's go for it. It's like, it's definitely better for someone to know that you haven't had sex because otherwise <laughs> they think you know what you're doing and you're there like, what is happening? <laughs> What is this in front of me? I don't know how to deal with this. Yeah. <sighs> um, so I guess it's cool. It's cool if you're queer, because then it's like you have a first time. You can have a first time with different genders, and it can be like a completely different experience. So that's why I think virginity is a scam. It's all a scam. Life's a scam. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, what's point three? Point three. Are you ready for this great one at the end? I feel like they're all complete curveballs, so I don't know what this is going to be. This is. You're going to love this one. Okay. It's a classic. It's a classic, Lauren. Okay, okay. So, you know the song, Hey Ya, Outcast? Okay, yes. Great. You know the lyrics are, shake it like a Polaroid Polaroid picture? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We need to change these lyrics to, shake it like a bowl of Ribena. I always thought it was that too. I know. It's just, it's necessary. Just get out of, like, the video, it's only, I don't even, I don't even think when I was watching that video... I was like, what are they shaking in their hand? <laughs> why, why is it not a bowl of Ribena? Like, You're too much of a millennial? Manel- I can't say that word. <laughs> Manelian. <sighs> I know, that and is- also, like, if you are... Well, I have no butt to shake, but, as you know, but if you were shaking your butt, it would move more in a liquidy fashion than, like, a straight piece of paper going back and forth. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah, you'd have to look like one of those, like... Um, air things you find like in, <laughs> in America that like flibble around <sighs> yeah so that is my last agenda that needs to be changed because that is the song 
of all time, but we got to change the lyrics. Okay, yes. Well, you've covered basically everything there. <laughs> all <feel> like... <laughs> I'm glad you got your serious one. When you said it was really serious, I was, like, worried what you were going to say. She was concerned. She was like, do you really want to say this on this podcast? I was like, oof, we're getting deep. I do think it's sad, because I do think a lot of people lie about it or, like, Mm. feel, like, embarrassed. Because it's weird, because there's just, like, no perfect number. Because you can be embarrassed if you think you haven't slept with enough people and people are going to be like, oh, like, that's so lame. But then it's, like, you can be embarrassed if you think you've slept with too many people. But then it's, like, relative. Because everyone has a different idea of what they think is, like... I think everyone just thinks their amount is, like, the normal amount. Yeah, because you don't have, like, a perception of anyone else unless you talk to someone else. Like, I just remember feeling... There was a point, I think it was, like, 21, 22, where I was just, like... I felt so shit about, like, my body count because it it was just all I was hearing. I don't know. I think that was, like, a period of time that that was happening all the time. Or maybe it was just the things I was listening to. And then I had to literally stop listening to certain things because I was like, I just feel so shit about myself. And then I think I spoke to someone and they were like, well, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And I was just like, oh, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I think if you're ever with someone that makes you feel shitty about how many people you've slept with, whether it's not very many or loads, like, that's usually a bad sign because that's basically them being like, I don't respect you, by the way. <laughs> like, yeah, you need to cut them. Cut and run. Ugh. I hope there's men listening to this podcast who feel bad about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope so. I or maybe one of my many, many exes is listening. Or maybe Carl's listening. Straight men aren't really, like, the target audience of my podcast. But <laughs> if they've you accidentally listened to this way, <laughs> like an it's hour. retrogrades. Anything can happen. I have to point out it's not Carl who we love, my friend. It's the other Carl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, it's not Carl. Sorry. <laughs> no. I sometimes Michael. think about him and I'm actually, like, frustrated that I ever had to meet him because I'm like, that took up energy and time from my life, you know? And you only met him for, like, less than 24 hours. <laughs> it was very impactful on me. I was just like, wow. Yeah, I had a taste into my, like, current lifestyle choices that I was making, which were poor, poor, very poor choices. Honestly, like, early 20s is actually a complete shambles. Wow. I look back at that and go, I never want to go there again. Some people go, I wish I'd go back. That is not a time I want to go back. It just ever. like shakes me to my core, like the kind of behavior that I like didn't. I, yeah, like I didn't, I don't know. It's like, oh my God. And I just feel like if anyone had ever said that stuff to me, I'd be like, oh my God, they're trash. Like this is not, okay. I think it's just one of those things where like when you're in it, you can't see it. And it's sad because it's like you do learn stuff from it, but it's like no one should have to like date like a hundred bad people in their early 20s like oh yeah it's a thing like even if your friends tell you like definitely don't do it like even when I tell my friends now like I can see that the person they're with is just not the one and they just they can't hear it like they can't they're not going to listen until no they're just not going to listen until they've felt it and they've gone through it and they've removed themselves and then actually realize that they're so much better than that situation it's hard I'm just wishing good luck to everyone in Mercury Retrograde. I think it's unfair that Valentine's Day is happening in Mercury Retrograde because I feel like a lot of stuff is going to get, like, sabotaged. Yeah, don't do not do anything stupid, guys. Just like, don't text your ex. And, like, if you're one of those people that, like, I think it's, like, good to wait 24 hours. I used to do that. Like, when I got a text that made me really pissed off, I'd, like, have a shower and I'd, like, mentally compose the reply for, like, 24 hours. And then by the time I calm down, I'd be like, maybe I'll just wait reply. Yeah, that's a really good way of doing it. I think as you get older, you realise that, whereas I, my younger self just escalated. Just why are you escalating that, bro? Like, 
I think I just found it so hard not to reply. And I think it's because it annoyed me so much if someone didn't reply to me. Like, you usually can't get the thing that you want out of it. Yeah. Also, as Valentine's Day is coming up, a lot of people kind of get together around, like, Valentine's Day. You're in the middle of Mercury retrograde, guys. (laughs) Don't do anything dumb. Also, if you break up with your ex in Mercury retrograde... You might get back together. Just you're going to get back together. I think one time... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vaughn broke up with me on my birthday and on Valentine's <gasps> Day. Fucking rude. Oh, <laughs> I hate that guy. He's another person where sometimes I think about him and I just get angry. <laughs> oh, God, I had some good ones. I have some great stories. You've been there, so I don't have to. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why my sister has only had, like, two boyfriends. She just learns from all my mistakes. She just watches me and goes, that was a bad mistake, and then I go through it for her. I know. It's like Emily was like, I'm just not going to date anyone until I'm like 22. Like, it seems sensible. Like, let's just miss like however many years of just chaos. Complete chaos. Yeah, I think like they really learned from us. We were out here making left, right, center. Being the oldest sister is like so cruel. Yeah, I feel that's the same for every person who's an elder sibling. They go through the hardest. But then younger siblings will say like, I had to live up to your expectations. I had to go through this. Oh, they'll just be on a different They're like, I had to wear your old clothes. (laughs) Yeah, I had to wear your crap style. (laughs) I'm like, well, you're lucky because I had great days. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, your baby pictures, some of them are top notch. (laughs) If I could go back, I would just not date basically everyone I dated until like a year ago. Yeah, same. But, but then, then I would be so dumb. Like, I'd just do it all again. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. I was like, yeah, but I have I'm, the reason I've got to this point. <laughs> dumb, dumb erase all your progress. Yeah, I've just erased it. I've gone back to the beginning. I'm like, I can't say this anymore. I don't want to do it again. It's like another six years of my life. Oh my God, it's so hard. I hope people are going to be okay this Mercury retrograde. I feel like we're doing all right. It was yeah. going to come out like halfway through. So if you recognize your life going to shit, this is, this is why. And I'm sorry nobody told you earlier, but <laughs> you now know. I'm just going to start doing flash alerts, like, every time. Please do, because it does help. It, it, yeah, it helps. Now I just know. I even look it up, like, for the year. In the middle of, like, the year, I'll just be like, is it my career actually going? I'll look it up, like, no, it's fine, it's calm. It's just <laughs> That's day. just me. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I think technology is the one to look out for, like, Put your phone on airplane mode. Like, if you're worried, just put it on airplane mode. I just feel like that is such a safe option. Sometimes when I send a text that I'm worried about the reply, I'm just like, airplane mode for the next five hours. (laughs) Like, I think that's a good way. And then you can get on with your day. Or like you always told me. (laughs) When when I was in, like, peak exes messaging me and I was was going on a mad one every Mercury retrograde, you were like, Lauren, send me your phone and just have a burner. (laughs) I know. I literally was like, she can't be trusted. Get rid of that phone. You're like, send it in the post all the way to Leeds and get a burner phone and only have your emergency contact. I just feel like your exes wouldn't know what hit them if I started replying. (laughs) (laughs) I also think something that would be good is, well, I guess you didn't go to therapy, so this doesn't count. But I think if you spend your whole therapy session talking about someone, the money should come out of their account. That is so true. And if you talk about them for like five or more, they should just automatically get signed up for therapy. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Because I feel like a lot of people I've dated, a lot of guys I've dated, their exes are going to talk so much rubbish about them because they really need to go. They really need to go. It's really tricky. It's like sometimes I wish there was like reviews for people. I guess it's like everyone has a different experience with the person they dated. But you know when you get someone you're like, I just know that every single girl they've dated has gone through your shit. 
And like, yes. I could have avoided being number like 17 if only we had like Yelp for men. It would ha- I don't yeah. know what it would, be. it would have to be called Melp. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that would be really good, though. I'm sure then you have to get an honest response. Like, they'd give you, like, the pros and cons, and you'd be like, can I deal with the situation? Can I deal with this man? We'd have to yeah. somehow... We'd have to have, like, top-knock security so the men can, like, hack it and, like, give themselves good reviews. Like, all their friends would be like, he is such a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so annoying. No, 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 no. Have you ever oh, had it where a guy's friend has texted you because you've blocked them? I've never had that. I've had that once. No. I was like, the audacity. But luckily it went to my, like, other messages on Facebook, so I didn't see it for, like, two years. Oh, yeah, that's what you want. And then I saw it, and I was just like, what? No, I haven't had that, but I've definitely had my friend's message then. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren! It's normally when there's, like, a whole drama going on, and it's, like, a, it's, it's, it's a situation. <laughs> like, they'll let their phone ring, and then if someone else rings them, they'll pick up, and I'll be like, hello, this is me. I you out. Oh my god, that's sneaky. Oh, so sneaky. You've got to play the sneaky game because they're sneaky. So you've got to play oh them god. at their own game sometimes. I'm so glad but, I don't have to deal with any of that. Oh, well, I'm glad I don't have to deal with that anymore because, damn, that was a lot of energy. I'm really not here for that anymore. Mm-mm. It's too much. If anyone listening recognizes these symptoms, you may need help. Please, please, de block. De block. De block. <laughs> <laughs> just block them i know and i think like some angry journaling that can be really helpful too yeah and um i can send you a, you my address and you can you know write your <laughs> love letters hate letter hate mail and then send it to me and pretend that it's going to them i just think that's there should be an address like i don't know you know how the posts like get those letters to santa like where do they go <laughs> yeah that's so true there should be a maybe maybe this is a, a service that we need to <laughs> If anyone like, wants to invest in this new startup company, let us know. Yeah, copyrighted, yeah. I think it would be good. I'm so grateful to like all the friends that have to listen to me every time I break up with someone. Oh my gosh, same. Oh, my mum. Oh, I don't even know how many times she's picked up the phone on that landline oh. phone at like 3 a.m. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, shout out to my mum. <laughs> I think mine is like Amelia. I'm always... There was a time, like, when I had my really bad breakup and we got the bus to their house and it was, like, it was so hard because that entire bus journey I was, like, trying not to cry because I was, like, I know the second I start talking about it, I'm going to start crying. But, yeah. Oh, no. I feel like we've given some, we've given some good tips, some good stories. I want to know what other people are going through right now. I want them to tell me their, like, Mercury retrograde stories, X stories, because I feel like we've all been through it. It's always the same. We are all human, like, yeah, we've been through it all. I want to know your stories, though. So much fun. Maybe I'll do a dance piece about all your stories. <laughs> yes, you can do a Mercury Retrograde-inspired dance. I, oh, my stomach is rumbling. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I am so down for that. I've been thinking about this for a while, actually, so considerations. It's banked in my mind. 